0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Now wait a minute. Episode 220.
1: away but i piss my pants and forget who i was for a half
2: hour or so it's 30 minutes away I'll be, there in 10. I'll be there in 10 is this a
1: five minute argument from
2: a full half hour
0: you have 30 minutes to move your car move your car you have 30 minutes to move your cube your cube you are listening to a half hour wasted and when the cat's away the mice will play
1: So I guess uh, this is the first time we've ever really done this. I mean, we did one kind of, mm-hmm. but... Um, you talking about the Monty Python? Yeah, the Monty uh, Python deal. God, Frank's not here. was a great episode. We went back and forth on whether we should do this or not. I was
0: <clears> going to come out of the uh, the so open. It makes mm-hmm. Frank
1: Frank, uh, the cat?
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. And, and we would be the mice. Okay. I was going to come out of the open with something like, so I told Frank, you've got a half hour to get your butt in the seat. But apparently he's, like, in another state or yeah. at least another county or I mean, something. Yeah,
1: All I know is he's on a business he, trip. He may be in a different
0: time. time zone. We have no idea. <laughs> it, whatever it is, it's probably top secret black ops, you know. I mean, I'm sure he's probably embedded with um, um, a uh, naval unit of some sort.
1: We did tell him that we were going to call him. <laughs> I so said, I said unit. You did say unit.
0: I did. Well, the nice thing about this episode, though, is that finally we're out from under the yoke of Frank. Um, he can't hurt us on the phone,
1: No.
0: and um, you know, and, and we, can, uh, we can we can make get, fun of him. Well, we can get some stuff uh, we can get some stuff cleared up that uh, that we're usually far too frightened to discuss when Frank's in the room.
1: I don't know so. if you, you people really are aware. Frank's a big guy. He's like eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. He's like three fifty, right? Three seventy five. Yeah, and he's an intimidating. Yeah. presence and it's one of the reasons sage likes to come and run and jump up and land in his lap right because he's like a big chewbacca
0: yeah i, I like to describe him as, a, as a, a hairless chewbacca basically he is And
1: that's so good, um right. what is today is uh this is episode what 220 <laughs> you're asking the wrong battle i think it's 220 okay let me open up that i'm um i'm more than willing to go there let me open up that
0: website well let's see what's uh let's see what's up now uh, two nineteen was uh, last week, so oh, it is. It's I'm guessing two twenty. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, yeah. Last week uh, was the T-ball episode. I still haven't yes. listened to that yet because I'm a dumb butt.
1: Well, we got lots of uh, we got lots of good feedback.
0: That's awesome. See, I need it. to listen to the. I, I have a fairly good idea what happened the second half of the episode, but I have no idea what happened the first half of the episode. Let me see so if I can find. A you guys of... like live audio blogged the uh, the game or something? Yeah, <laughs> is yeah, that we did. Right? <laughs> That's we <sweet>. did.
1: Um, <laughs> 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 Let's see. Uh, uh Green Skeleton, my Schwartz, wants you to stop saying Bernog.
0: Well, what is it? Brannig?
1: Branagh? Branaugh? Branagh. Branagh?
0: Yeah. Okay. He says maybe people
1: ever said that last name that way.
0: Um, me apparently. I'd like to invite uh, the listeners to uh, unbunch uh, their pants. Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Bonovil. Actually, Benoval uh, It's a new forum member. Benovil. okay Hello. Benovil. I think I've seen him on the Comic Geek Speak board. Okay. But he joined our forum. Cool. Apparently, just so he could post this, because this was his actually first post. Oh <laughs> he no! He says, "I found the video for Sage's baseball or T-ball team." Okay. And he's got a. Um, he's got a video here. Apparently, this is the the BT Express. Are we gonna have to beep this? No, it's just a, a song goodness. from an old. Group like in the seventies, I guess. Nice. He says specifically at the three ten mark. So as soon as three ten, okay, uh, buffers in, I'll I'll pull, Well, what the heck? I'll just go to, <laughs> just go to three ten.
0: <laughs> I like it. So far, so good. Oh yeah.
1: I'm gonna go to two fifty. I, I do I'll like play. that. Ten seconds. It's nice. We should have that playing when they head out on the field. Oh, yeah. Here come the Express.
0: Hey, man, everybody needs theme music. That is yeah. awesome. This is nice. <laughs> ow, ow.
1: I forgot about my oh, toe. Oh, don't do that.
0: Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'll get I'll get the elephant off your foot.
1: I think oh. I'm- Listeners don't know. I think I broke my toe earlier this morning.
0: <laughs> it's actually not that funny.
1: Ah, it hurts so bad. Oh, man. Anyway, thanks, Benoval, for putting that up. That's awesome. Uh, Chub Toad Richard says, uh, that was <laughs> awesome. I like that. Made me shake my groove thing. Hope he didn't hurt anybody.
0: That's very groove thing shakeable. Let's
1: um, I mean, I'm, sorry, I'm
0: Sorry to hear about your toe, by yeah, the way. Was, gosh, it, sure. uh, was it bookies? Was it, uh, no, was, did you have Moose and Rocco uh, empty your pockets for you? Yeah, or? they
1: had an aluminum in the car. Were you you just, weren't betting against the
0: Mavs, were you?
1: No fact. No, suck it, Lakers fans. Yay! Hey, by the way, I, you know I don't want to get too far off on a rant here. Episode two twenty is brought to you by the Dallas Mavericks in their sweep of the Lakers. Yes.
0: Hey, uh, this we are going to see an NBA champion for the first time in this era of basketball since you know the early, the early aughts at least that was not formed by basically fleecing the rest of the league. Yep. Uh I I was going to do some numbers on this and I didn't cuz that's the kind of guy I am. But you've had basically the well I guess the the Spurs were pretty much homegrown. Uh, they got lucky with the Tim um uh, uh with the Tim Duncan pick, but uh but that's okay. They they had a uh they lost David Robinson and they had a 20 win season um and that's how they got him. But other than that, um the Heat were uh were basically uh, um no, well, they were given Shaq O'Neal. I know they traded Lamar Odom for him, um, but you're looking at uh, you're looking at teams. Um, the Lakers were given Pau Gasol. Um, you know, you're looking at, at every team that, that's won the NBA uh, championship the last uh, few years has basically had their team been given to them. The uh, Celtics got um, Allen and Garnett for a song. Um, you know, the Lakers traded off uh, the, the draft rights to Mark Gasol and uh, a cup of spit. For Pau Gasol, which until the Mavericks made him look uh, like a child, um, had uh, led them along with Kobe to uh, two straight championships. It's a darn shame that um, Phil Jackson isn't going to get that fourth beat. <laughs> it just sounds screwed up to even say. Yeah, man. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. He, he was looking for he, – he had he had one for the thumb. He had one for the other thumb. <laughs> he had one for the pinky toe, and he was working on one for the other pinky toe. Do they and make the sizes to, that different? I'm sure you could get a toe ring. Yeah. You know, they make those. Maybe he wore it on his index toe. What what do they call? What do I mean? I know what the you know, I I've, I've done the little piggies thing before. Uh-huh. But I don't know what the official, you know, cuz you got a ring finger and a middle finger and index finger and a pinky finger and a thumb. And so, do you have, like, a middle toe and an index toe?
1: Yes, I believe and a, you do. I mean, you have a pinky toe and yeah, a big think, toe for sure. I think that's, they're, you know, just.
0: But you don't have a ring toe. You have toe rings. That's a good point. But the toe ring usually goes on what would be considered the, uh, um, the index toe or the middle toe,
1: right? Yeah. I'm hey, confused. it's 148. Frank told us to call him at 148. Ooh. So, it's literally. Let me, we're going to call him right now. All right, here we go. I don't hear anything. I'm waiting. This is trying. Frank? Colin Frank, Poe. are you there? Here we, go, here we go.
0: So. Hello. So I, I told Frank. Oh, I'm sorry. Frank?
3: Yes, hi.
0: Hello. Frank, are you is okay? This- yes.
3: Yes, I'm awake.
1: Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. That's good. How are yeah. you? Frank. Hello. Frank, hello Frank. <laughs> yeah. How are you?
3: I uh I'm well. I uh yeah, I'm I'm really good.
1: Stop cursing. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: So Bill and I were just talking about how we, we know you're out of town, out of state even, but we're not even sure where you are.
3: Yeah. Uh funny you mentioned that uh it's kind of funny that you called me right right here right now
1: this is when you tell you told me to call you at 148 and Mm -hmm. that's what i did
3: Uh, i i think i well i must have gotten the time mixed up
1: okay what's going on
3: well uh i'm actually delivering a eulogy like right now as we speak
1: you're delivering a eulogy oh my gosh well i should we should we should we call you back yeah. Well,
3: no, you've ruined it. If you need to, oh, gosh. Now everybody, because now there's people leaving the funeral. No, tell them to tell oh sit gosh. down. Now,
0: so this. You can put us on speakerphone. We'll apologize to the congregation.
3: No, you can't. Because I, I, they're old and they don't, they wouldn't understand what a cell phone is.
0: They don't get technology? Well, but you've got a new no. cell phone. This would be a good opportunity to show people the nexus.
3: No, they, they wouldn't understand it. So it you, ruined everything I thought the you told us funeral ever.
1: I thought you told us you were on a business trip was that, was that just a cover story?
3: It was a cover story well, who, Yes, who, for the funeral hey uh hey frank if yes. if, you,
0: if you show them your phone and it 's blinking twelve even midnight, then maybe they 'll oh. understand more they'll <laughs> say, "Oh, I get it that 's a nice young man.
3: <laughs> uh, no, in in all honesty, I am at my parents'
0: house. Oh, I'm, cool. Uh,
3: hanging out with my parents. So oh, there is okay. No funeral, there's no business trip. Uh I'm just with the folks.
0: Well, good. Uh, that, hanging out. That's awesome. I thought you were hunting for Bin Laden. I figured you might be embedded.
3: <laughs> no. Either yeah, that I or actually, just uh, uh it, it was just some parent time I needed to uh, uh to log in. Hey,
1: good for you, no. man. Well, that's good. I mean, I I feel bad about calling and interrupting that, though.
3: No, no, not not at all. Actually, my mom is napping at this point, and my dad is playing chess on the computer,
1: so... That's sweet. So... This is actually a perfect time. uh, I got here earlier, and uh, Zoe heard my voice, so I heard her say, Brad's here, and she ran in, and then I heard Sage running in, and he goes, Where's Frank? (laughs) (laughs) That was the first thing he said. I said... Frank's not here, buddy. He's out of town. It's just me today and he went, "Oh. Yeah, Frank,
0: you're you're very popular. At no. least with the at least with the kids."
3: Yeah. That's usually yeah, I, I'm because I bring candy usually. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason. You sure Sage didn't say, "Where's candy?"
0: Right. No, he said, "Where's uh, Frank?" Not
3: where's Frank. Okay. No,
0: he, he likes he likes uh, um digging into your uh your your bag of goodies and then he sees really weird colors for the rest of the afternoon, and kind of a checkerboard pattern anytime he looks at the light. I'm still not exactly sure how to uh, how to approach the doctor with that. <laughs>
1: he definitely asked for
3: you. Okay, that was very sweet. So, how are you guys doing?
1: We're doing fine. It's kind of weird being here without you. We're darned lonely, frankly.
3: Well, we we have we have next week the big con, which just is arguably this is the biggest con of the year.
1: For us it is definitely. Yeah, for Dallas.
0: Yeah. This is crazy too. Now this is this is gonna be the first one at the uh, the new locale, isn't it?
1: Yeah, in Irving. Yeah. The Irving uh convention center. Yes,
0: my um uh my game next week is going to be noonish. I was originally afraid that uh my T ball coaching business was gonna keep me away from the con on Saturday, but I could probably get down there by mid afternoon, so Depending oh, on good. what the okay. hours, yeah, depending on what the hours of the con are, I, I may, I may do that, and depending on how much they want to get in the door, because you know, hey, I'm nope. not made of money, dude. I think it's twenty bones. Whoa, is that a day or for two days? A day. Oh my heavens! I think, but remember, well, Bill, maybe uh, you
3: mm-hmm. know, why don't you go ahead and take the pass then? And uh, and I'll go ahead and get, get myself
0: in. Well, again, you know, I'd almost, um, you know, I could, I, I think, you know, you should take, you know, I don't know, maybe we should talk about this off the air. But, uh, you know, you take the pass on Saturday and, uh, you know, maybe I'll take it on Sunday or something like that. You know, I don't okay. even know if you cats are going to go back on Sunday. Depending on
1: what time the picture with Leonard Nimoy oh, is yes. scheduled, if you can get down there on Saturday, oh, yeah. you know, you can get, you can get it. You you get in the picture with? Him. Oh heck yes, that'll be fun. Now, there's look-
3: already there, there's already someone who's willing to jump into your place. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> Russell, Russell, Russell Latham yeah. for the leading of dude yeah. is more than happy.
0: And you know what? My body's not even cold yet either. No, it's not. So try to remind <laughs> Russell of that. You know what? Yeah,
1: we. I mean, <laughs> I get to I get to take one adult with me. Yes. And then each additional adult is ten bucks. Okay. If Russell wants to fork Let's over say, ten bucks, yeah. he's yeah. more than welcome to join hey, us in the
0: picture. Ten bucks is ten bucks, dude. Yeah. How often do you get a chance to take a picture with, with the great Leonard Nimoy? Nimoy or is it Nimoy? Nimoy. Yeah. See, I'm doing it again. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna have to quit the business. No, the bus. <laughs> I I've apparently got some kind of a terrible mental block. To ribble.
3: Quit the uh, the the name pronunciation business.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: Trowouble probably i think frank when did you head on down south
3: it was uh i flew i head out on uh on friday wow and okay. uh and uh just kind of been hanging out here um you know my my pair i i don't see him as often as i should and and usually when i decide to come it is a very spur-of-the-moment thing i'm very spur-of-the-momenty and uh and I just decided last se- well, not last second, but, you know, within a week or so, it's like, I'm going to go see my folks.
1: So, Well, that's good, man. It,
0: you know, everybody deserves to go see their folks. No doubt. Give them a big hug from us, even though they have no idea who we are or what we do <laughs> or what we look like.
1: Did you get a chance yeah, to my- go to the... <laughs> or if we smell nice. <laughs> What's did, up, red? Did you get a chance to go to the bookstore on Wednesday or Thursday?
3: Uh, I went Thursday, and I got Flashpoint. Nice. Did you Did you read it? Yes, I did.
1: Did you read or look through Flash number 12?
3: No. What happened in that?
1: That basically tied up the Hot Pursuit story that's been going around with the other future alternate, not future, I guess it is future, alternate um, Barry Allen come in. That's with him
3: on the motorcycle, right? Yes,
1: yes. Okay. But that story wraps up, and basically we find out that the whole Flashpoint event is the result of Eobard Thawne trying to make uh, Barry Allen's life miserable. And uh, spoiler alert for Flash 12, uh, read it first before Flashpoint, but... um, Flashes, or Zoom's whole mission in life, his biggest desire was to to kill Barry Allen, but he realizes that he can't kill Barry Allen because without Barry Allen's speed force, his own negative speed force would cease to be. Therefore, he would cease to be. So when he met this other alternate Barry Allen and he saw the opportunity to kill a Barry Allen... He did. He literally, like, fried the guy. So he gets he gets to have his cake and eat it, too. Yeah, and we find out that
0: Thawne has, uh, was it in, it was in 11, uh, issue 11, wasn't it, that we find out that he can basically um, morph himself into right. a, a, a young or old dude. He keeps hinting that there are more, pow- Ow. oh, don't do that. Okay, I'll take over for a second while Brad. Wakes I broke up. my.
1: I think I broke my toe this morning, Frank.
3: <sighs> oh my gosh! How did you do that? How do you think you did that?
1: Well, I was barefoot and I was walking through the bathroom where my big size twelve was sitting, and my little pinky toe caught the lip of the heel of the you know the, that goes around your ankle and your Achilles tendon as my foot was swinging forward and it it okay. just caught the little pinky toe and bent it backwards and um, it hurts like crazy, and it's still kind of slightly pointing off the way it's not supposed to be. Does that sound broken to you?
3: That sounds broken to me. Yeah, or Yeah, or dislocate. Can you, um, has it dis- can you move it? Has it yeah, discolored? I can,
1: but it hurts. It's starting to bruise. It's
0: starting to bruise a little yeah. bit? Because I've, I've never broken anything it's as red far as I know. And, but It's
1: red and starting to bruise yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
0: I've always heard that you can get some lovely discoloration if it's broken.
1: Um, yeah. We find that... Eobard Thawne has discovered there are more powers available from the Speed Force than just running fast, and one of which is uh, he can age and de-age himself, and he keeps hinting and t- taunting Barry Allen with the knowledge that I've got powers that you have access to that yeah. you don't even know how to get there or don't even can't even dream they exist. Now, so
0: Jeff Johns is a big fan of throwing red herrings at you. Yeah. But he was um uh in issue eleven I need to go back and reread twelve, but in issue eleven, I guess leading up to this, he was kind of hinting that uh, all the people getting aged, all the all the dead bodies that were being found in Central City that were aged, you know, to, mm-hmm. to their demise, um, was the result of the alternate Barry Allen doing it. But we found out since that it was in fact uh, it was, was in fact the Reverse
1: Flash doing it. So we find out, like I said, that Flashpoint, this whole alternate reality that Barry Allen wakes up in, is the result of Eobard Thon trying to mess with his life. So, what what was your first impression, Frank, after reading through uh, Flashpoint number one?
3: Um. Okay, first impression. Um, enjoyed it. I was able to follow it, but I was. Confused by, but not in a bad way, confused about who these alternate characters were, especially in the big meeting scene. Right. Um, I'm still kind of uh wondering who this blackout character is. Um,
1: See the guy
0: with the mask?
3: Find...
1: He
0: was the guy with the yeah. funny head. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, you're right. The guy I, with the, the mask. I
3: have to say that, that the Captain Thunder concept was yeah. like, how brilliant is that? That was pretty badass. Well I thought giving so, giving each of these kids an individual uh, uh power Shazam and together as a whole yeah. they become Captain Thunder. But Captain it's also
0: Marvel. well now was it now I thought Captain Thunder was a um was a separate entity. Um no, maybe much
1: like, maybe I's wrong. Much like Billy Batson when he says Shazam mm-hmm. he changes into Captain Marvel. Cuz it
0: it does say um You know, we find out that that, uh, Billy has the courage of Achilles and uh, one of them has uh, the power of Zeus. One of them has the wisdom of Solomon. Um, And then uh, Eugene, who's got the wisdom of Solomon, says, uh, we should ask Captain Thunder. And then uh, Billy, uh, uh, everybody says, yeah, let's ask Captain Thunder. And then another guy says, not him again. And then Billy says, here we go. And then lightning strike, boom, Captain Thunder shows up. And what is uh, thankfully not a, a two-page splash, um, but it is uh, about two-thirds of uh, one page, and it looks awesome. I mean, he and he looks mad too. You know, he's, was, he's not the he's not the kid, you know, in, in so an adult's he's, body.
3: He's, he's the kids, right? I think he's all the kids.
1: I think all the kids plus the Tawny, the Tiger. Okay, not uh-huh. to be confused, Frank, with Tony the Timer. So don't get right. those confused. Yes.
0: It's, it's, everybody knows it's Tawny the Timer.
1: Um now the, I think he's part of the whole deal because he, he also transforms into a I mean he looks like a pussycat in that one page and then you turn a page with Shazam yeah, and he he looks basically like a looks big he looks like tooth. he's
0: got armor on. Right. Um so yeah. so is is uh, Tawny or whoever, uh is that like his familiar or his pet or something?
3: I guess you could call him his um you know, for lack of a better term, sidekick.
0: Nice. You know,
3: um and, and Captain Thunder was actually an, uh, a hero that was based on Captain Marvel, but didn't last as long in publication history. That's right,
1: I remember. Seriously, this. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. There <laughs> was a Captain Thunder based on Captain Marvel, which Captain Marvel was based on Superman.
1: I don't remember but, which um, which comic company was Captain Thunder.
3: Uh, I had to look that up. It was, yeah. it was a it, it was a it was a smaller one, and. It was, again, it was an individual kid who, you know, he uttered some magic word and he became Captain Thunder. Um, interesting. But, yeah, so uh, it's it's funny that, you know, we have an analog of an analog of Superman, huh. you know, bef- before us. That's just kind of, it's kind of interesting. It's a, I'm going to look up a little bit of Captain Thun- Thunder stuff here. Well, it says
0: here. Captain Thunder was based on the character Captain Marvel, published by Fawcett, publications from 39 to 53. The character was originally to be called Captain Thunder, but the name was changed to Captain Marvel at the last moment. Does
1: it say who published Captain Thunder?
0: Um, sometime after Fawcett ceased publication of Captain Marvel, they sold the character to DC. Mm. And even though DC had already started publishing New Adventures of Captain Marvel in late 1972, the decision was made to create a derivative of the character to battle Superman, hence Captain Thunder. Uh, the mention of the quote 1953 dimensions unquote in the story is an obvious reference to Captain Marvel's last appearance at Fawcett um, and although Captain Thunder's parallel Earth was never given a formal designation it is referred to here as Earth T uh, the T assumed uh, for Thunder um, very interesting wow you good I didn't know that mm. um, so <laughs> uh, the, yeah um I don't want to just read this entire page here. Um, this is off the DCU guide by the way,
3: but I mean, it's fascinating Mm -hmm. that there, that there's, um, you know, they could have just done captain Marvel, but they decided to go captain thunder. Yeah. And there has to be a reason for that.
0: Well, and they do change it up a little bit because, uh, here, um, a group of orphan kids of which Willie Foss was one, uh, gets sent to camp every summer. Um, then one night, uh, Willie, uh, Willie sits outside with a funny feeling uh, that he can't shake. Um, suddenly he hears a wise old owl, uh, which Willie follows. Um, then all of a sudden the side of a hill opens up. Uh, even though Willie should have been afraid uh, to follow the owl, he wasn't. What he found was Fantastic Meraki, the last of the great medicine men of the Mohegan tribe. And um, so uh, apparently, Willie was noble of spirit. So he was invested with great powers by the last of the great Mohegan shamans. Um, Meraki held up a belt with a buckle bearing the image of a lightning bolt. And he told uh, Willie that when he wore the magic belt buckle, he would have spiritual powers. um, And he pointed to words inscribed on an animal hide hanging on the wall. Uh, The powers were um, the power of the tornado, the power of the hare, the power of the uncas, which is bravery, nature, wisdom, diamond, eagle, and RAM for tenacity. Are the rest talking time about, are talking still talking
1: about Captain Thunder.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: It's very similar, uh, isn't it?
0: It's very similar, but it's uh, clearly, uh, it's obviously derivative. And I, I wonder why they're uh, kind of bending over backwards to make this different. <laughs> but by the way, he would rub his belt buckle and say the magic word, Thunder.
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of that is so <laughs> like I, that's just Thunder so from Down annoying. Under. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good
0: day, mate. That's what he should have said. Good day. Hey,
3: what? So, what <laughs> did you guys think of the big reveal? The big bad, the big reveal at the end, the last page.
1: Oh, I spoiled Delicious. it for myself in the comic book store. and I really wish I hadn't.
0: Hey, I'm trying to figure out what is the deal. It seems like many of the characters, uh, maybe not all. I haven't looked that thoroughly, but Captain Thunder. And Batman, for sure, uh, they have the uh, a, a very similar logo to what we're used to, but they have a circle behind them in the background, if you will. And I don't know if that's supposed to mean anything. I also think it's interesting that Batman, um, Batman, number one, is not afraid to, uh, to people. Um, and, uh, right, he, like he dropped he's, that girl. Yeah, he's, he's more than willing to drop someone off the side of a building and let them splat. Um, but he 's got red glowing eyes, and I assume that's uh, i assume that 's part of the his cowl but yeah you know, i, I don 't know if there 's going to be any further uh you know clarification on that because we 've got to assume right now that he 's just as human as you know as
1: batmans we 're used to i like I like I don't spoil anything. the fact that it 's thomas Wayne i think that 's very cool ooh spoiler alert <laughs> yeah, this is spoilers nice um yeah, so uh,
0: okay. we're a spoiler podcast then? Is, is this, uh, is this oh, a seismic totally. change?
3: You know, uh, Thomas Wayne, in a very early story of Batman... Uh, uh, Thomas Wayne was actually the original Batman. I don't know if you know the story about about him. Um, you know, we're talking 1930s here. Okay. But Bruce Wayne, he read a story about his dad being the first Batman, but it was tongue-in-cheek a little bit. Huh. The Waynes were having a costume party, and um, Thomas Wayne's costume was that of a Batman. Yeah. Well, there was there was like some type of murder that night, and he ended up solving it while in costume. So he was technically Thomas Wayne was technically the first Batman, even though he didn't. He never went on to fight crime, or he never went on to inspire anyone else.
0: Where did we read that? Because that sounds familiar.
1: Wasn't it a recent issue?
0: Was that? The return so of Bruce there? Wayne, Wasn't or was that, that a published in a recent Batman?
1: Was that a Batman RIP issue or something? God, that does sound familiar. I think it's not. I think it's basically a retcon. In in, a, in the over the yeah. last couple of years, there was an issue of Batman yeah. where he read that story that took. I don't think.
0: Yeah, because either I've read that issue, or you fellows have told me that exact same thing. Because that's that that sounds very familiar.
3: Let's see, I'm looking at a panel right now. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, the theme of this year's Masquerade Ball is Flying Creatures. And our first prize for the best flying creature costume goes to Dr. Thomas Wayne for his Batman costume. <laughs> and, and then uh, Bruce Wayne says, my dad. then suddenly, uh, then it goes on to, then for some reason, someone breaks into this masquerade party and... It's being filmed for some reason, and Bruce Wayne is watching it. Let me see if I can find some information on it.
0: That is too cool. Mm. I see. I love this kind of stuff. This is the kind of. Let's
3: see, Detective Detective Comics number two thirty-five, featuring Thomas Wayne in a Batman costume, stopping crime, which you can see here. Um,
0: wow, that's way back. That's not recent. Yeah. no, it's not. It's <laughs> yeah. about, about five hundred issues ago, isn't it? But I remember hearing yeah. about it recently.
1: Maybe it was brought up again.
0: I just, you know, that sounds. I, I'm probably wrong, but it sounds like the kind of thing that that would have been
1: revealed in uh, R.I.P. or brought up again because yeah. Morrison's
0: it,
3: run uh, has brought
1: up yes. a lot of the stuff from the past. Yeah, Tom, yeah I,
3: the reason why the reason why he brought it up was because of the because uh, I remember um, Thomas Wayne's Batman costume was similar but yet different than Batman Bruce Wayne's costume, and I'm looking at it now. You know. And it's like uh, the gray bodysuit with the black boxers and um and like these crazy it's more like moth wings than a cape that yeah. Thomas Wayne is wearing in it, some type of mask, but he doesn't have an emblem on his chest. Anyway, that was that was the main reason I brought it up.
0: Yeah, and his uh his his cowl is quite a bit different, isn't it? It's almost that it's you did kind of see that in the RIP. Doesn't it kind of it looks almost um bat rockish, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is funny, Batrock.
3: Anyway, so yeah, they I guess stole so in that. a way, Thomas Wayne, what w- was the original Batman, but like in the loosest sense of the word, just like Red Tornado, there was a Red Tornado. Yeah, Ma Hunkle. Before. Ma Hunkle was the original Red Tornado before, uh, before the Red Tornado, the wind element that we know and love today.
0: Yeah. Now, did Ma Hunkle actually have any powers? I think She was just like the cook, wasn't she? She was like the, the, the camp mom, wasn't she?
3: I'm sorry, I didn't catch that.
0: Uh, I was just gonna say, she was. Um, uh, my uncle didn't have any powers, did she? I mean, she no, wore, she wore she, the bucket on her head.
3: <laughs> yeah, she she was. And again, we're talking about very early Golden Age. She was more of a comic relief character, right? And uh, basically, what happens is is uh, I think she gets afraid during a fight, and she tries to jump out the window, but she rips her pants. <laughs> while doing it, and you know, it's just a big comic situation, and and because she just wanted to be a superhero, but she really never wasn't. Yeah. And now she's the matriarch of the JSA, I believe.
0: Yes, um, yeah, that's one of one of the first comics I ever uh read. um Besides a couple of Legion issues, was I remember picking it up. I think it was at a grocery store, but it was one of those big format comics. You know, one of those big format mm-hmm. you know DC collections, and it was like the the first uh the first jsa uh meeting and um you know it's got that classic shot that they that they homage in the reboot of jsa um but uh yeah ma hunkle and dr fate and you know hawkman all those characters are sitting around the the table and um yeah she was she was funny she's also uh the uh, second uh cross-dressing heroine after madam fatal by the way but that was the same year so it was very close um, what's up, Zoe? Say hi to Frank.
3: Hi, Frank. Hey, is this Yay. the professor?
0: Uh, no, this is Zoe. She can't hear oh, hey, you, Zoe, yeah, you She Hey, uh, Zoe, how are you? Frank asked hey. how how you are.
2: I'm good. Okay. Would you guys like dinner now?
0: No, um, it's, it's like uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Zoe. We're not ready for dinner yet. Thank you,
2: though.
0: No, it's not. Oh,
1: Frank, does this. Oh, uh, yes, it is. Does this first <laughs> issue make you want to. Um, Read more or I think I think this issue would appeal to fans of alternate or this story and the whole Flashpoint story would appeal to fans of alternate universes. You know, yeah. kind of like that'd be me. Um I was going to say kind of like amalgam. There was a you know, this is an amalgam of sorts.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, well,
1: we're I'm, I'm glad that. You're that, taking a familiar idea, and you're changing it up a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is all theoretical, I guess, um, but uh, the idea that, that these stories do count, they're not else worlds. You know, this kind of like the, the Wonder Woman run, which I have not read, was apparently, you know, actually happened. Um, you know, we got kind of the same thing happening here. You know, this is actually happening. Um, we don't know if there's going to be a big magic uh, Star Trek uh, Next Generation reset button hit at the end of it or not. Um, clearly, they'll, you know, well... Clearly, I, I assume that they'll go back to the way we expect things to be at the end of it, but I guess we'll have to wait another five months or so. Um,
3: well, be well super- you know, be, be, being that this is an alternate universe and so these things don't matter, you know, I, I think it's uh, I think it's safe to say that, you know, you're probably going to see a big sacrifice by one of the characters like Thomas Wayne. And this is just theory. Thomas Wayne will probably die. Um, you know, I could totally see... Um, you know, we haven't seen Superman yet, but maybe the Superman of this universe dies, which I'm curious about why we haven't seen well, him yet. That probably means he's going to play a bigger role.
0: Well, Barry I mean, Allen, maybe
3: Superman is is the bad in the, in the well, story. Well, Barry down Allen, down.
0: he when Barry Allen wakes up um, to find himself in a in a world that's strange to him, um, he asks about uh, Superman and. It's he gets blank stares. Nobody knows. Nobody's ever heard the name Superman. And they says, what about Batman? They go, oh, yeah, Batman's around. And I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. So, you know, we don't know right now. I mean, I think we do know that there's a Superman because we've seen the uh, the solicits for it. Um, maybe kind of a the big safe. The red sun like thing. Yeah. Or maybe he goes by a different name. We do not know. Um, the I, I like this more than I thought I would. Um, my only, and I, I just wasn't sure what to what to think about it. Uh, and I have to do a mild retraction. I've been I've been on the uh, the the DC event bandwagon for a number of years, and I think I made a point of it a few right. episodes back that DC basically hasn't had a bad event in a long time, and Marvel really kind of almost hasn't had a good one in that same amount of time, but. The more I think about it, I'm I have hopes for this flashpoint, because the more I think about it, their last event, Brightest Day, I still don't get. Maybe I'm just maybe I've got a double digit IQ. Well that one just kinda fizzled but out, I think. I I'm still trying to figure out what the heck happened with Brightest Day and why why that was you know what? What kind of changes in the Marvel universe that's going to bring, especially DC since universe. the DC. Thank you. Um, especially since the second it ends, the universe changes via Flashpoint. So you know what? I, I'm trying to I figure like out what I, the point I, I didn't of it was. Catch
3: that. What did you say? The universe changes what?
0: Well, the the second that um, the second that Brightest Day ends, and you know who knows where in Marvel or excuse me, who knows where in the DC timeline. Uh, the Brightest Day lines up with Flashpoint. You know, I mean, heck, Flashpoint could have happened before, during, after, quite a bit after, who knows. But the second uh, Jeff Johns goes around and, and radically changes the makeup of of Planet Earth with the new Swamp Thing and the White Lantern and all that nonsense, um, the world changes thanks to uh, the events of Flashpoint issue one. So it makes you, you
3: know, wonder... It, it, to, to me, but going to Brightest Day, it just feels like... like um the end game for that for that whole deal was was just to bring back Swamp Thing and to bring back Constantine into yeah. the DC universe because they've been in they were they were Vertigo Vertigo characters yeah so I think it was just to establish those um, it almost felt like in retrospect that maybe we were being strung along for this very minor event
0: yeah I, I mean
3: just... I still don't know I still don't know how the white Ring entity affects anything um
0: that that's what i'm i'm right there with you because i kept reading these you know the, these 22 issues and kept wondering what the heck did i just read and what does this mean and why won't he explain things more clearly and then we got to the end of the last issue and i thought i just spent 66 dollars plus tax on this thing and i don't know what happened and mm-hmm. and i don't think i'm an idiot so i would like to know what the heck's going on here it's like Jeff Johns finally got too Byzantine, even for my uh, uh, tastes.
1: Well, this is the way I look at it. Yes. I'm a U2 fan. Okay. And pretty much everything they've done, I've enjoyed. Cool. Same with they Jeff Johns. Pretty much everything he's done, I've enjoyed. Amen. Well, Brightest Day is to Jeff Johns as Pop was to U2. Oh, they had an album named kay. Pop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got it. To me, was complete garbage. Okay.
0: That's the one with the wild horses on it, or whatever. No, that's, no, no. That was no. Like, no that was Octagon Baby. The images
3: on it. Uh, the like the montage. Oh yeah,
0: Pop the- is the one. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, Frank. Yes. Okay, I'm with you now.
1: Um. Everybody's got a stinker every once in a while, right? And I think Brightest Day was Jeff John's stinker. Okay. Even more so than than Flash Rebirth. Okay. But then again, I hated Fifty Two. Yeah. So it could just be my taste my style jeff johns was
3: it's it's you know when when you have an event comic book like this you want like a big you know oh crap moment in in because that's what these things build up to
1: you're exactly Um, right you really do
3: yeah and and um you know the the story itself it could have just been a regular story in you know flash it could have been a story arc in in um in Deadman. You know, it didn't have to be an event story. It wasn't a, you know, this year long story, which you're hoping at the end of it to reveal something crazy. Um, in the end was just, you were just revealed, you know, that the man thing is back, that he's, he's the protector of life of the white ring. And, um, and, you know, all these tasks that all these, these heroes were brought back to do, uh, heroes and villains, it just fell flat. I mean, I, I feel bad for Captain Boomerang because all he had to do was throw it, throw his boomerang at her. That's all he had to do. Yeah. Did, did he really have to come back from the dead? Couldn't they have gotten someone else yeah, exactly. to do
0: that? <laughs> yeah. Why did it have to be Captain Boomerang?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's lots of people who could have thrown a rock or a shoe or a car or something at her. Or a
1: cupcake. Or a cupcake? Who throws a cupcake? Honestly, <laughs> you know I'm glad Aquaman's back. <laughs> really glad Aquaman's back. But yeah. I would rather have seen like an Aquaman rebirth, okay, type of the story from Johns. Cool. And again, he's writing the new Aquaman series, so I'm excited about When's that, that launching. I'm not sure. Cool. Yeah,
3: and, and you know what? And and they could have, all they had to do was really just bring back Aquaman, uh, Martian Manhunter, um, Deadman, and um, you know who's the other elemental. Um, I mean, that's really all, yeah. all this story needed.
0: Yeah. Well, I think part of it, too, was our expectation for uh, uh, Brightest Day was that it was going to redefine the way DC uh, Comics handles death and its universe. You know, we were kind of under the impression at the end of Blackest Night that, well, you know, you know we're not going to have this endless cycle of, you know, characters dying and being obligatorily reborn. You know, that... that the idea that uh, you know a character dying was going to you know quote mean something again unquote and you know brightest day did nothing to you know settle that idea in anybody's minds so I don't think yeah it was uh it was interesting well we got off uh we got off track there um I'd like to uh, thank you for that um my only real beef with uh, Flashpoint and this is not this is not on Jeff Johns uh this may maybe on Dan Didio. And I'm interested, but man, I don't have, I do not have the money. And okay, in May, you got two comics to get. Right. You got
1: Flashpoint one and Booster Gold forty four. And Booster and Gold I've, comic is this yeah. the only normal? It's the only quote unquote regular right continuity comic in which the character is aware of what's I, I, going on. I see that's
0: just because Booster is a time, outside the time yeah, stream yeah. and yeah, aware of all that stuff, which is really cool. Is Booster Gold still written by Jeff Johns? Or he's passed the yeah. baton to somebody. Okay, Dan
1: Jergens now. I think. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Well, Dan Jergens is pretty good too. Yeah. I just, I just read, uh, I just reread uh, or, Zero Hour. Or
1: it might be Keith Giffen at this point.
0: Oh man, if it's Keith Giffen, I am interested because that. <sighs> um, I don't know who's well, doing by, it. Uh, yeah. uh,
3: but by the way, before you go down the list, yeah. I am just going to get Flashpoint. I am not getting any of the subsequent.
0: Well, I am. I am kind of with you. I am. I am. <laughs> okay, in June, there is Flashpoint number two. And Booster Gold forty five, and twenty other Flashpoint tie-ins. I'm gonna 20.
1: get. I'm gonna get um, Emperor Aquaman number one. Yeah, I'm gonna get Reverse Flash number one because when they originally were soliciting issues of the Flash, they had solicited a number thirteen. Okay. Thirteenth issue. Yeah. That has been since been changed to Reverse Flash number one, and it's a one shot. Okay. Ow. 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 Is that the dog? No, it was me. Okay. Oh, um, and yeah, but yeah, the rest is just—I mean, who cares about the Canterbury Cricket?
0: I, you know, I, what is, I don't know—I've never even who heard. Who cares about the name Frankenstein Canterbury Canterbury and the
1: creatures of the unknown?
0: Uh, amen. Now, one that I am interested in, and I didn't realize the first panel we saw him, but then the second panel they show him, they make it real obvious that Abin Sur is still the Green Lantern, and I kind of went, ooh, and had just a little shiver up my spine at that point, went, that's cool. And then, of course, you get the other
1: kick uh, kick butt reveal uh, on the very last page. The Batman Night of Vengeance might be interesting because we get to see uh, Thomas Wayne doing his Batman thing. That might be kind of interesting. But, you know, we'll probably get enough of that in the regular Flashpoint.
0: And yeah, I don't know if we have any idea what Secret Seven is, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a couple here that I'm interested in, uh, Legion of Doom. Um, that uh, that tweaks my interest just sure. just by the uh, the t- title. And um, I'm kind of interested in what Kid Flash Lost is. Yeah, that one I might pick but, that one up too. But yeah, the the idea of you know who out there is going to get all 20, 20 supporting titles.
1: There will be some numbnuts out yeah. there who fall for
0: it. Yeah, and are these going to be? Um, I mean, it shouldn't make that big a difference, but I mean, it's difference between uh, what sixty six and eighty eight dollars, or well, no, twenty issues, whatever. You, you, you get yeah. the point. No, yeah, yeah. Um, are they three or four dollar comics? Because Flashpoint is obviously if they
3: hold a the lot. Uh, I mean, let's let's just well, uh, let's shoot high and say four dollars. Well, Flashpoint,
1: Flashpoint was four bucks. Yeah, and I, I, think, I, I think most of these. Uh, series are two ninety nine, I think. Yeah. And are these going to, th-
0: another thing is we don't know if these are going to be uh series or, uh, one shots as far as we them, know.
1: Most of them are three issue series. Okay. And there's only a couple, I think kids That's weird. I've, I know reverse flash. Number one is a one shot. Um, so are they spreading these out? Cause uh, flashpoint is seven issues. It's five. Oh, five. Well, according to the really? front cover, it's 5. According oh, to the shoot. cover, of yeah, it, it's you're five, right. It's five issues. Okay, I'm I'm backing up, man. Hey, I'm going to step into the kitchen real okay. quick. I'll come right back. Too cool. All
0: right. So, um, um so Frank, it's it's so, just you and me. Mhm.
3: Well, well, let me ask you, what did you think of, you know, when we got to see the bat cave in in Flashpoint? Uh, Thomas Wayne doesn't seem to be one for technology. Um, you know, it's a very bare minimum cave.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not. There (laughs) there
3: was a picture of his family, the gun, and what just seems to be another wooden desk.
0: Yeah, it's not well Um, kept up, and that's one thing too. The uh, the Wayne Manor is a wreck. Um, I'm trying to remember what it reminds me of, but uh, um, where Wayne Manor above it is just basically. I mean, it's not ruins, but it's clear that no one has lived in the manor for a long time. And then he goes down to the bat cave, and again, there's a lot of bats, and literally, like you said. Two wooden tables, uh, two wooden desks, um, with yeah the gun in a uh, in a glass case, and a portrait of the family, and that is it. So it makes you yeah. wonder what he does with his. I you know is he just Batman twenty four seven? You know does he never ever ever turn off? Because I assume I mean,
3: that being that he's a he's a casino, uh magnet, you know oh, maybe. Right maybe he you know arguably he has enough surveillance using the casinos itself i don't know yeah
0: and it's or- interesting too that um you know that that first idea that things are really different is uh basically uh um <laughs> times square is just one big you know magnet for casinos sad so and it's interesting that I, I wonder if jeff johns is trying to say anything about that too you know you know this uh, this idea that uh, casinos equal uh, corruption and graft and uh, grift. I guess.
3: Well, I mean, you know, people argue that all the time, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I I don't think it's it's any you know I mean it it does really bring in a a, a different type of breed. You know, it brings in prostitution. It brings in, um, you know. Uh, um, uh, you know, money laundering and, 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 and people who end up with gambling yeah. problems. I mean I mean, you know, g- while it's a huge revenue generator, it you know, it's a vice yeah. at the same time. So
0: well, other it's, it's than one
3: the- of those things that a lot of community, that, that I, I think it's safe to say that, you know, casinos are an evil that a lot of people just put up
0: with Yeah, well other than the uh, uh the one um the one cheeky um casino name on there Wayne's World, Wayne's
1: World, party
0: time, <laughs> excellent, tropical.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Other than
0: that, I just I, to to wrap up uh, to wrap up this segment of the show. Um, I just I'll go up to um, uh, Oklahoma um, occasionally. I haven't been up there in a few months, but I was listening to um, a uh, Oklahoma City Thunder post game show on my phone. Thank you, TuneIn Radio app. Um, so I'm listening to, uh, the sports animal out of Oklahoma city and their commercials, two out of three commercials are casino commercials. And it's amazing. It just, it, you feel dirty after listening to a poorly done casino commercial because, you know, a good casino commercial is, Hey, we're the new casino in town. It's cool. You'll have fun. Come on down. And then you'll have the next commercial, which literally I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if I'm a district attorney or somebody, I, I'm putting an investigation is because they're basically telling you, know, hey, man, this is uh, this is this is uh, Toby Keith. And, man, I love, uh, you know, I love my casino bar and grill. And, man, you come in and you're almost guaranteed to win money. And, you know, you just the you get these commercial, you know, the the testimonial uh, that is the one thing I think is, is so stinking dangerous, the the uh uh you know many different forms of advertising but the uh you know like the bandwagon technique for a casino hey come on in everybody's here this place is great it's fun it's it's you know you know they're singing there's dancing you know you know all that stuff um is okay but the testimonial commercial where you're literally getting people who are probably actors but are you know are you know theoretically are just you know people who've come in and one at the casino and they're basically making it you know Hey man, I, I heard a commercial that and I'm paraphrasing, but it was almost literally, "Man, I got my tax return check and I doubled it at the casino. That was awesome." And I'm sitting there going, yeah. "You have got to be kidding me." I mean, people th- there's a lot of people out there that aren't bright. And that's not I'm not making an Oklahoma joke because uh there's 50 states with the people well, just like that. But yeah, no, you know, no, you get my it's, point. It's, I mean, it's, it's 100% dangerous true on that,
3: especially with like lottery tickets and stuff like that where yeah. you can you well, know, they insinuate that, you know, um you know, take take what you have, and and you could be like this one guy. Unfortunately, that one guy is one out of what a million. Right. He was able to, you know, that's just how they get you in. You know, it, it's you know, it, as long as there's an opportunity to win, there's hope, and that's what uh, yeah, that's what casinos provide is is like a false
0: hope. <laughs> They're selling that's irrational hope, no doubt. But yeah, yeah. I just it's just. It's, it literally shocks my system to hear those testimonial commercials where you come away from the commercial unless you unless you're thinking ahead of the advertisers um, they're literally leading you to believe that this place is here for you to show up and make money from when you know anybody with a high double digit IQ knows that that is the exact opposite of what casinos actually do and those casinos wouldn't be there, blah 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 you get it so anyway, all right, off the soapbox um so yeah um yeah flashpoint um uh go buy it is it a buy a rent or an ignore i i say it's a buy um i'd say, it's a, I'd say you it's, know,
3: a, it's it's just a it's just the first issue so i'm gonna say buy you know yeah. the reveal at the end made me very happy um some of the character design especially the one on captain marvel the captain thunder absolutely loved so i think i'm gonna keep up with it for that because i'm a i'm a captain marvel wonk i like him yeah. Um, so I like this spin on him. Um, the writing was good. The pacing was good. Um, there's obviously a mystery that needs to be solved. Um, projecting forward as to what that mystery can be, you know, I, I'm assuming if it's anything like Reverse Flash, I'm probably going to be disappointed. You know, is it is it still Fawn just trying to, to make Barry's life crappy? If that is, I find no interest in that. Yeah. I'm with you, three nothing substantial happens. I may drop it cool. I think it's safe and to say there. at
1: this point that this really doesn't have anything to do with that three issue mini series from what the late nineties
3: yeah, I think you're right, yeah now, if they do tie in something that would be a loop that would be kind of cool, even though it would be minor. It would be kinda of cool, but yeah. uh. But as of right now, you know i'm still gonna buy it you know it's gonna have to go really downhill for me to drop it but um but um you know i'm not getting i'm not getting any of the fringe issues i just can't imagine with that many fringe issues out there um i can't imagine them having that much importance to the to the whole well event. i don't think
1: i think d c basically has already admitted that um those things really won't have much to do with the main Flashpoint story. It's just, It was just a way for writers to explore new characters yeah. and new situations.
0: Now, are they suspending regular titles during this? No. Wow. So we're going to get... So you're going to get Justice League and Green Lantern and all that stuff happening and these extra 22 right. comics. Right. Wow, yeah. that's they've they've uh they've hired some freelancers haven't they <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man. it's
3: a good time to be freelance and be working at dc so <laughs> no doubt hey, frank. i just need free to write something
1: very good frank we're closing in on an hour for this episode so we're gonna go ahead and
3: okay and, uh wrap it uh, up. i i should i should get back to, to to my folks anyway so guys thank you so much for calling me and i had fun um flashpoint is awesome um I'm gonna
0: keep reading it I give it uh three reverse flashes yay cool I give it uh i give it I give it three and a half reverse flashes and that extra half of reverse flashes because it has truly interested me and made me want to find out what's going on next, which has not necessarily been the case with everything I've read lately so i'll give stuff.
1: it I'll give it three as well
0: yeah that sounds it about was right. just right, okay late. for me hey sage uh, right, by the late. way. He keeps looking at the cover and asking, why is Flash's uniform ripping off? Because, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> if you looking at the image, you know, the uniform on his fingertips and his elbows and his back is just shredding as he's running. So Sage doesn't understand that. Hey,
3: l- ladies, be good. Always a pleasure. And uh, and uh, I guess I'll see you at the con if not before.
1: Love it, yes, Frank. definitely. All
3: right. Bye, guys. Right. bye Thank bye. you.
1: Oh thank All God right. he's finally gone.
0: <laughs> no, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, you know, I mean you say it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. No, but um you know, there's there's someone out there. There's someone out there who's uh, who's pretty glad that uh, Frank wasn't uh, wasn't in on this episode. What do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean? Did you not hear the um we um we've had a <sighs> A very very anonymous deep throat informant who kind of let us know what frank is like behind the scenes really i didn't yeah it's help. something that that you know did they email you never, or something would never consider doing yeah they they sent me um they sent me an mp4 which i had to uh strip the uh the video off of so you actually got to see this person into an, um, well it was a silhouette so it, oh, okay. it didn't really uh, help me out much um but uh, but yeah, this um, this this deep throat informant um, had some some pretty strong words for uh, for Mister Frank A Rencon. So you
1: brought you brought that file, I guess.
0: I've got that file to play for you. It's I gotta warn you, it's pretty shocking. Well, let's listen to it. Okay, since Frank's not here, I think we're safe to play it. Um, but okay. we but we've got to look. This is just between you and me. Uh, as far as Frank is concerned, we never heard this. Okay. okay. He doesn't listen to the episodes he's not on anyway, so. Good point. Okay. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Brace yourselves, everybody. All
1: right.
2: At first, Frank seemed benevolent, kind even. He lured us in with his smiling face and his wavy mane of hair. (laughs) I should have known it wasn't going to last. I guess the trouble started when I showed up with some notes and some suggestions for the show. At first, Frank seemed receptive, but it quickly became obvious that he was displeased. My first clue that Frank wasn't happy was when he started making Tanya Harding and Jeff Galouli references in relation to my knee bones. That made me nervous, but I showed up anyway. Frank asked me to come into a different room with him to discuss my ideas for the show. As I entered the room, Frank followed closely behind me, turning out the lights, creating a perfect pitch-black environment. I didn't know Frank could see in the dark. I know I couldn't. But I quickly saw stars as I felt a truncheon smash against the back of my skull. Laying on the ground in a pool of my own blood and urine, I listened to Frank... I'm sorry, this is very hard for me. I listened to Frank recite the complete works of T.S. Eliot. Apparently, he didn't know us that well, and he thought I was Brad,
1: but I wasn't.
2: From there, the intimidation and the bludgery got worse and worse for a brief time I thought I was just being hazed but it turns out he just didn't want me around one time he convinced me to go into the edit booth with him as soon as I entered the room I smelled the oh so familiar smell of chloroform in the air I turned around as my world went dark to see Frank laughing maniacally, eyes bugging out with a bandana over his nose and mouth hole. When I woke up, he had edited off three of my fingers on my left hand. After cauterizing the wounds, I thought I should be nicer to him, and so I came to him with a peace offering, a nickname, Captain Corner. This made him fly into a rage, at which point he began the process of my balding by ripping out chunks of my hair. Oh, how I regret that afternoon. (laughs) My next peace offering was a collection of Green Arrow comics that he looked at, spat on, rolled up, and forced into my body cavities. (laughs) If they had been long ways it would have been much easier to take. I'm sorry, this is very hard for me. I'm just glad Frank didn't use real arrows. It took me a while to realize that when Frank showed me the whites of his eyes, I should avert mine. I should not look him squarely in the eyes, lest he go berserker on me, poking at my eyes stepping on my toes and punching me in places that makes it hard to have more babies (laughs) I'm oh so glad that Frank isn't here this week in person that means the palms of my hands won't be burnt on a flat grill and I won't be taken out behind the shed and forced to choose my own switch he gets angry at me when I pick a switch that's not thick enough or sinewy enough I would like to think that Frank, at some point, will be finished with my hazing. But when he comes at me with eyes bugged out, and I know, I just know he's on angel dust. (laughs) I fear for my body. Because I know that while he doesn't think he can fly, he wants me to. Very badly. It wasn't long after my back surgery that he... Oh oh I have to go now. I hear something, and it's either Frank coming to surprise me or a representative of Frank's from an Asian triad. I just hope at the convention this year, he won't make me try on everybody's costumes, including the Lady Bit part costumes, and parade me around in the foyer like a pet. I'm sorry, Frank. Whatever I've done to you, I know it's my fault. And I don't blame you. In fact, I I love you, Frank. And yes, I'll go back into the basement. And maybe someday, you'll let me have a light on down there so I can read those Green Arrow comics that I... I'm sorry. This is hard for me. That I expunge from my body through normal excretory processes occasionally. Long live, Captain Corner. Amen.
1: So that was a listener. I, I Apparently. We don't have any idea who that is? I have
0: no idea who that was.
1: That does not... Frank does not come across as that type of person. No, he doesn't. He, it doesn't seem like he's going to be like that and then you get Well, let me give you a little piece of advice you yeah. should probably not leave your kids alone with him anymore just don't well don't leave him alone
0: and don't show him the whites of your eyes that's what i took out of this i'm not gonna look at him in the face anymore i'm, I'm scared of frank he does he seems cuddly
1: he does you know the yeah. sage thinks he's cuddly yeah he looks cuddly well he is when people are watching apparently you know, he, he's a good hugger. He doesn't do it a lot, but he's a good hugger. We, we shouldn't even be talking about this. Uh-uh. No, I, we should wrap up. I wish... Uh, I'm disturbed now. I know. Do you want
0: uh, Do you want me to find a boilerplate or something here? Do you I have know one? It's, I know it's in here somewhere. No, but I'm going to the... Uh, Go where's to the, the... Yeah. Was it? Is it under the half-hour waste? In, is it the introduce? Is it the announcements? Is it the... It's at the top of our... Oh,
1: read the boilerplate. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let me okay. get the music going. Oh, right, man, man. I feel like I need to take a shower. I'm, uh, that, I need some hot tea, and I need
0: a shower. Good. Would you like some, some honey some honey tea for Maybe. your throat? Maybe so. Hi, there. I'm William McGonnell from Plano, Texas, and you've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, a proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. That makes you cool. Visit the show's website at www.halfhourwaste.com to check out blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit the new message board at www.forumforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwaste@gmail. at gmail. Oh, my gosh. It's preparing to hibernate. No. Sorry, man. Apparently, my battery just went down. Oh, really? Did it? <laughs>
1: let me see if I can pick up where you
0: uh, I'm uh, not really kidding there I was doing so well too I mean I
1: felt like I had a you know what was the last thing going on
0: um, I don't my short term memory not very comments good comments yeah yeah let's pick up there
1: wasted at gmail.com thank you by the way or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830 you can also drop us an individual email at brad, frank, or bill at halfhourwasted.com you can follow us on twitter at halfhourwasted or at bradmilo or at Frank A. Rencon or at The Voice HHW. There you go. Is that right? Uh, yes, yes. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast, which comes out every Thursday on the same feed. Check out the Walking Dead TV podcast. Heck yes. Uh, and keep an eye out for Media Minutes. That comes out occasionally. Did you mention the Black Box? And PKD Black Box, which yes. is not on our feed, but you can get it at www.hh. W L O D That's the place to get it. Visit our sponsor, dcbservice.com. Or as Frank says, DCBServices.com. That's confusing. Go with the first one. Okay. And remember, till next week, he's Bill. Uh oh, that's Brad right over there. And that was Frank on the phone. Thank and, you, Frank. Or maybe it wasn't. I officially
0: um, am going to uh, be happy to have Frank back in studio whenever that is.
1: Mm. As far but as maybe we should have like cupcakes and make it a happy time.
0: Yeah, let's go have some beer, pizza, and cupcakes. Okay, just we'll blend them up.
1: All right, we'll see you this Saturday at the Co- Dallas Comic Con.
0: <laughs> we really need Frank here for this. I know don't this we? is di- this is difficult. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just gonna okay we should just stop now I'll just pull our mics just go ahead pull the mics down anytime